0: I'm so excited. All right. Should we, like, say hi and stuff? Yeah, I was going to do that.
1: All right. <laughs> we haven't even gotten that far yet. That's how bad this has been.
2: <laughs> the first time we were like, why isn't Susan saying anything? And then we realized you were
1: not there.
0: we <laughs> were in the upside down. Yeah. yeah. I was in
1: the upside down, for sure. All right. Hello. Welcome to Book Squad Goals. Hello. Hi. Right. Oh, hi. <laughs> Tonight on a very strange minisode. Yes, we're talking Stranger Things.
2: I can't do it right now. It sounded a lot
1: better last oh, time. That was close. <laughs> okay. Maybe everyone will just remember last time we did it. Yeah, I mean, don't mess with perfection. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm super excited to talk about this, and I think that you guys probably are too. Yeah. 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 And. But we could introduce ourselves by taking a little Which Stranger Things Kid Are You quiz together.
3: It's a BuzzFeed quiz. It's very
1: official. <laughs> we'll link to the quiz in the show notes. So you can take it with us. So that you can take it too.
0: I'm Emily. The first question is pick an 80s movie. Um, should I read all the options or just pick mine?
2: Um, Just read them. Go for it. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so the options are Stand By Me, Barris Bueller's Day Off, 16 Candles, E.T., Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, The Karate Kid, The Goonies, When Harry Met Sally, and The Evil Dead. And I, without hesitation, will pick The Evil Dead. If you guys don't remember, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. What about you guys? What about you, Kelly? Oh, so...
2: I'm next. Yep. Um, I am going to go with Ferris Bueller's Day mm-hmm. Off because that is one of my favorite movies of all. Another
0: time. good choice. Star
3: Wars. Yeah.
1: Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. No question. And I'm going with 16 Candles because that <gasps> is one of my favorite movies of all. We're all so oh, we're different. All different. I have <laughs> never seen <laughs> 16 Candles. <laughs> what? Bitch, get out of here!
3: <laughs> oh my no, god! You're
1: done. You're kicked out. <laughs> you
0: don't get to be a kid. <laughs> You're an adult. You're basically Aww, Joyce. Aww. That's fine, though. She's cool. <laughs> She's cool. <laughs> sort She's of. a cool mom. Okay. She's not
1: like a regular mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, next question. You want your significant other to be kind, brave, loyal, logical, fun, dangerous, beautiful, innocent, respectful. I think it's really fucked up if you want a- your significant other to be innocent, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's just weird. I'm sorry if any of you guys were going to pick that one. No. no.
2: Well, I mean, do that. Do you mean like innocent of of crimes or? No. <laughs> 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 <It's> hard <laughs> to say. <It laughs> sounds
1: virginal.
0: Yeah, I don't need a. I don't need a virgin. Um. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with respectful. Because R E S P E C T. Good one. Yeah.
2: Um. I'm going to choose fun because I tend to go for people who are loud and annoying. So <laughs> <laughs> it probably makes
3: sense. <laughs> I will say kind. Huh? And I'm thinking, you know, if you're kind, you're going to be respectful, too. That's true. That's true. Probably.
1: I'm also going to say kind. huh, OK.
0: I just realized I'm going to be like reading all these answers because I'm going first.
1: I'll, re- I'll read this one for you. OK. okay. Choose a TV show. <laughs> We've got Twin Peaks, Star Trek, Parks and Recreation, Daredevil, Firefly, Grey's Anatomy, Archer, Freaks and Geeks, and Friends.
0: Okay, Emily again. Hi. <laughs> um, if we were just doing Next Generation, I would pick Star Trek, but with all the other ones, I'm not going to go with Star Trek. I'm going to go with Parks and Recreation. And I would like to say that Kelly made me watch Parks and Recreation. I did for the first time yeah because i was like i don't know kelly i just can't get into this and you were like no give it another try it's so good and you were oh right my God. and so now i pick parks and recreation
3: that makes it me so happy so, good, so it's a good show
0: yeah good choice
3: it's kind of more than a good show really
0: mm-hmm. it's 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 inspiring yeah <laughs> yes
2: there's an airplane outside so i'm just gonna wait till it passes before i oh and now there's a siren Wow, what, a, on, <laughs> what a you live in new street. york it's never gonna stop <laughs> <laughs> all right um this is really hard for me because there are a couple shows on here that i really love including parks and recreation and freaks and geeks and archer but i think ultimately i'm gonna go with twin peaks because i love twin peaks yeah hope you're enjoying those sirens in the background
3: Mm-hmm. I love Parks and Rec. I don't like you can't compare these shows, and that's always the problem with these quizzes. I will say, just like for rewatchability, though, Twin Peaks.
1: Excellent choice. And I am without hesitation saying Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, that's a good one, too.
0: And it's got James Franco in it, so that makes sense. Yeah. That checks out. That's f- at least 50% <laughs> of the reason I picked it. So it checks that out. That checks out. That sounds like Susan. It out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pick a character. Um, Ong is that how you say it? Ong from Avatar: The yeah. Last Airbender. Okay, or is it Aang? I don't. Know. I don't know. Obviously, I'm not picking that one. <laughs> Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. Wonder Woman. Rory Gilmore from Gilmore Girls. Seth Cohen from The OC. Finn from Star Wars. Peter Parker slash Spider Man. April Kepner from Grey's Anatomy, or Han Solo from Star Wars. Um, how do they pick these? Fucking obviously, it's Han Solo. That is the answer. If you don't pick that, you're wrong. So anyway, Kelly, are you picking Han Solo, or are you going to be wrong? I mean,
2: I <laughs> I want to pick Han Solo, because that's the right answer, but also I don't want to have the same answer as everyone. Oh, uh, no, you can. I mean, it's you know, fine. You gotta do you. Do you, man. You gotta do you. Well-
3: I'm not, I'm not picking Han Solo. I'm not
2: either. I also feel like it wouldn't be fair for me to pick Han Solo, because I just recently got into Star Wars, mm. so it seems- disingenuous or
0: if you're on the bachelor disingenuine Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) i'm gonna pick seth cohen from the oc because he was my dream boy in high school
3: (laughs) also a good choice yeah i do not even know who that is
0: (gasps) what mary mary the oc is a treasure and we must watch it i never watched it what kind of teenage
2: girl hasn't seen 16 candles or the oc are you sure you're a teenage girl
3: (laughs) I'm picking Peter Parker <laughs> slash Spider-Man. <laughs> good one. Because I'm a comic book nerd. Mary's not a teenage girl, by
0: the
1: way. We're grown. Okay. I'm picking Arya Stark, so, and I thought everyone was going to pick Arya Stark, but whatever. Also I mean,
0: Arya Stark's great, but, yeah, you know. <laughs> But it's wrong. Okay, what what member of your friend group are you? I feel like we should answer this for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. So which member of the friend group am I? Uh, um, Oh, should I read them? Yeah. Is Emily the leader, the bookworm, the mom, the loyal one, the party animal? Yeah, it's not that one. I'm letting you guys know right now. <laughs> the shy one, the encourager, the skeptic, or the sweet one? It's probably not the sweet one either.
3: <laughs> I think you're the leader. I would say
2: either – I was just about to say either the leader or the bookworm, but probably the leader.
1: Yeah.
3: Because you take charge of projects and – are like the first to start things, not not start things like a fight, but like start a project or start a start working on something. Or you always p- make plans. To. The
2: first to start a fight.
3: I
0: I get it. Y'all are.
3: She's um, also
2: the rallying force. I'm
3: bossy.
0: Anything. Yes. So oh, okay, I'll take that. Okay. What about Kelly? Which one's Kelly? You guys? Not the mom. Kelly,
3: are you a party um, animal? No, <laughs> not really.
0: <laughs> not really. I would say. This is gonna seem weird, but I would say she's either the encourager or the skeptic.
3: I don't think that's weird.
1: <laughs> I was—that's what I was gonna say, but then I was like, "What if that's not how she sees herself at all?"
2: I put the skeptic for myself when I took this.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a good one. All right, what about Mary? Which one's Mary? Can I go with bookworm. Mary's obviously Shh, the party the part- animal. I- Maybe none of us are the party animal. <laughs> I think Mary's a bookworm. She reads faster than everyone else.
2: What? Yeah, but I would also say maybe The Encourager, because I feel like Mary's always very, like,
1: encouraging. That's true.
2: oh, Like, whenever we're complaining about stuff, she's like, you can do it! That's, that
3: is true. <laughs> yeah, go with that
1: one. Pick yeah, go with The
0: Encourager.
1: Okay. We're running
0: out of shit for me to okay. be. No, I mean, you could be – all right, there can be more than one.
2: <laughs> That's true, but I feel like Susan is the mom. <laughs> Fuck you, Kelly.
3: <laughs> I think you I think you could be the mom because I'm just thinking of stories you've told us mm-hmm. where you have taken care of people. Wouldn't that make her the loyal one? Maybe. Maybe.
1: I feel not a bit motherly. <laughs> she is loyal. You have you have 3 children, Susan. Okay. No. Let's not mislead the listeners. <laughs> I have 3 animals. They're dogs. They take care of me.
0: She does have a side podcast, so she might not That's be loyal. True. Oh, shut up!
1: <laughs> <laughs> My side piece, side piece pod. Um, let's
0: well, see. Well, obviously she's not the sweet
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as as witnessed by that little exchange
3: just now. I would say, let's say the loyal one. Okay,
2: okay, yeah, loyal, the loyal one. one. She is a
0: Gryffindor after all. Mm-hmm. That's true. The best. All
2: right. The this next is
3: one easy. is just choose your zodiac sign.
0: Hi, my name is Emily. I'm a Libra. I'm a Virgo. Kelly. I'm Mary.
3: I'm a Virgo, also. Yee yee. Baby Virgos.
1: I'm Susan, and I'm an Aquarius. Ah, this is this the is dawning. Is the dawn. Oh my God! The age of, <laughs> the age of, Aquarius. of Aquarius. Both of you. The age of Aquarius. Okay, pick a holiday. We've got some pretty big holidays and some pretty dumb ones on here. Yeah, who would
3: ever? It's like they started
2: running out. <laughs> holiday yeah like why would you pick memorial day christmas
1: thanksgiving halloween christmas thanksgiving halloween valentine's day easter new year's eve independence day april fool's day okay and memorial day memorial day (laughs) at least memorial day is like a three-day weekend though like april fool's day
0: april fool's day is the worst yeah
1: i mean you gotta like really love jokes and shit yeah april fool's
0: if your favorite holiday is april fool's day you are a terrible person that's the worst holiday
1: or it's your –
0: only if it's your birthday would oh, that yeah. be your favorite. That's, yeah, why isn't birthday on here? That's a holiday. Um, so, New Year's Eve and Halloween are like a tie for me. So, I'm going to go with Easter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um,
1: I don't know. Is someone else picking one of those? I'm going to pick Halloween. I mean, I'm just like wondering where the fuck Hanukkah is, but whatever. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Or Passover? Can I get one? It should just
2: say
0: it should just say winter
3: holiday.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say New Year's Eve since Kelly's picking Halloween, and I want to be different.
3: <laughs> um, I'll pick Thanksgiving because I like eating and being with my family. Oh. I,
0: but you don't like presents? Um, That's what I always assume. I, I
3: like presents, but there's so much stress built up around Christmas to like perform a certain way. You know, it's like more of a production.
1: Yeah, I'll will say Thanksgiving. I'm torn between Halloween and Thanksgiving. Both good. But I'm gonna pick Thanksgiving because yeah. I just I'm feeling kind of lazy right now, and that just I like the general laziness of Thanksgiving. I mean, food,
3: food and hanging out. Yeah,
1: you really can't beat that. Right. Also,
0: it's coming up, so it feels yeah. you know fresh. Uh, I can read this one. Okay, yeah, do it.
2: What do you want to do after a long day? Play video games, watch Netflix ride my bike, play a board game or a card game, sleep over with my best pals, (laughs) hang out with my (laughs) (laughs) – hang out with my (laughs) S-O, significant other, listen to music, party
0: with my friends, friends, not pals, or sleep. Um, If sleep over with my best pals means with my cats – that's what I would pick, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm gonna go with watch Netflix because I love watching TV. That's really all there is to that.
2: I'm also gonna do that because that's just honestly what I do mm-hmm. after every long day. I wish,
3: ever. Uh, like, you could combine <laughs> some of these.
1: Yeah, like sleep with my bike.
3: Sleep my preference is <laughs> sleep with my friends, play video games in bed until I fall asleep.
1: <laughs> I think that's.
3: I think that's play video games. Okay, I'll go with play yeah. video games. Yeah, I think that's
1: play video games.
3: <laughs> I like how none of us are none of us are saying hang out with your significant other. <laughs> I mean, he can watch Netflix with me if he wants. We're like,
1: leave <laughs> us alone. After watching. he and I don't like to do the same thing at the end of the day, honestly. So. I think I, I don't like the way this is phrased, but I would like to party with my friends. <laughs> yeah. Party all the time.
2: Okay. Would you like it better if it said party with my pals? Party something.
1: with my S-O. Okay. Just or if it said palin' around with my friends, I would pick that.
3: <laughs> palin' around. <laughs> the next question.
1: Yeah, read it, Mary.
3: Is choose a book. Choose a book. Frankenstein, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, Ender's Game, The Great Gatsby, A Wrinkle in Time, The Hunger Games, Slaughterhouse-Five, Pride and Prejudice, or I haven't read any of these. Um. Hi, my name is Emily, and my answer is I haven't read any of these. That is a lie. I think you've probably <laughs> read all of these. Yeah, I, so I've read
0: all of these. Twice. Yeah, I've read all of these. Um, And I'm going to go with Great Gatsby because that is, you know, really good.
2: That is also what I'm picking. That is my favorite out of these. Although I would almost pick A Wrinkle in Time because I love it. Yeah, it's
3: hard. Game, it's hard because but... these are again, these are so different. Like I love A Wrinkle in Time. It's one of my favorite children's books. Yeah. I also love Ender's Game. Another one of my favorite children's books. But Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Oh, Pride and Prejudice good. is very good. A classic. I'm going to say Pride and Prejudice because that was one of the first books I read when I was like Wow, old books can be funny. (laughs) It's true though. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know, but Jane Austen, super funny. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, Okay, yeah. I
3: don't like what I got, you guys.
0: I don't like what I got either. Should I go first? Wait, I didn't
1: even get to pick my book yet. Oh my god. Oh my god, Susan.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We are so awful.
2: (laughs)
1: Oh my god. My loyalty level is going down. It's <laughs> like once Susan Gatsby, disappeared
2: though. the first time, we just forgot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's still on the upside down. This episode will just be the three of you talking in like a blank space where my voice should be. Okay, I'm picking the Great Gatsby. Yes, yes, Ooh. yes. All right. Um.
0: So I'm not very happy with my um result because I am dead. I am Barb. I love Barb. It says- oh. It says, you're Barb. You'd rather be at home watching a good show and eating takeout. Okay, that is true. Yeah, that sounds great. You can be a little controlling with your friends, but it's only because you love them. Okay, that hurts my feelings. (laughs) Well, you can only –
1: you only let your friends be cute people. Yeah, that is true.
2: That's true.
1: All right, Kelly, what would you get?
2: Um, I got Lucas this time. Full disclosure, I took this quiz earlier, and I got Nancy so, I think one of my answer- answers changed to turn me into Lucas, which I don't know if I would prefer Nancy or Lucas because these are two of my lower options on the preference scale for who I would like to be. Um, but you know what? That's
3: all right. I took this earlier today, too. And earlier I got Lucas, but something changed. And now I'm Jonathan, my least favorite character on the show. <laughs>
1: It says (laughs) least favorite. Jonathan's your least
3: favorite? Yes, I can't stand him. (laughs) It says, you're like Jonathan, Jonathan. quiet, kind, and strange in a good way. You work hard, are very caring, and probably like cult films.
2: Yeah. You also love to take nude photographs of the girl that you're interested in from outside of a home where she is taking off her shirt.
1: (laughs) Which brings me to me.
0: Oh, wait. No, we, we did everybody, right? Are we moving on? (laughs) no I quit
1: no go go (laughs) no I'm Nancy so yeah you let me die alright we're talking Stranger Things 2 today That' what we're talking about that's where all those characters are from if that wasn't clear (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah if that wasn't clear
0: I feel like we maybe didn't do our job
1: I thought I did but I don't know no no Uh, you did great you did did. (laughs) oh my god thank you Uh, I'm gonna get edited out anyway so it doesn't matter (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, Stranger Things 2 came out about two or three weeks ago, and I know many people watched it, like, in a day or in a night, but (laughs) I just finished it this morning, and so I am, like, it's fresh in my mind. Fresh. Very fresh. But, yeah, what are our overall feelings? I was just wanted to start out asking, like, is it still as strong as it was the first time around? Because, I mean, who didn't love the first season?
0: Um... I really liked it. I I think I was probably the last person on earth to watch the first season of Stranger Things because I <laughs> on was on earth. Yeah, on earth. Like um, because I was waiting to watch it with Ben and it can be really hard to get Ben to sit down and watch an hour long television show. Like he'd much rather rewatch Rick and Morty for the 500th time. Ugh. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um
3: I hate that show. <laughs> I mean Rick and Morty is pretty funny.
0: So anyway. I so yeah, I I feel like the first season is still fresh on my mind. Um but it's kind of cool cuz I didn't have to wait as long as everyone else. But yeah, I I like this. I feel like it was probably as good as the first season for me. Um I still feel like they could do better, but we'll get into that. Uh <laughs> So I watched
2: the first season like around the time that it came out and I loved it I loved it so much and I liked it this time for sure like I still feel love for the show but I do think that this season was weaker in certain aspects and I'm not sure if it's just because uh it's not as like exciting and new that they're doing this sort of like Not that anything about this show is new per se, but, you know, like, just to have this, like, really strange show on Netflix that's – it was just, like, randomly released as this, like, total, like, nostalgia piece that, like, everyone was just really excited about. And it was, like, one of those sort of, like – culture things that was just like really really fun because everyone was watching it and everyone was talking about it and it was like awesome and this time it's still fun because everyone is talking about it but it's not it doesn't have that air of like discovery like have you watched this show on netflix like you know so it's i think part of it is just that like i'm used to it now and the novelty has worn off a little bit (laughs) but um i still liked it but there are a couple like plot points that i was not that interested in which we can talk about.
3: I was going to say something along those lines. I've been wondering why I didn't like this season as much. And I think it has nothing to do with the actual show, Um, because I think they did a lot of really interesting things this season. And I'm interested in a lot of the plots that they started and new characters and how characters have changed. I really enjoyed this season, but like Kelly, I remember, You know, I didn't know what Stranger Things was, and I just heard someone say, hey, have you watched Stranger Things? That's real creepy. And then I watched it, and I felt like I was discovering something new, and it's kind of um, like hipster syndrome. You know, like, oh, well, I was watching it before everyone really got into it. (laughs) You know, which is dumb, but I think that's kind of what's happening here. I didn't feel as excited for this season, but I did really enjoy it.
1: I still really enjoyed it, too, but I didn't – I felt like I couldn't stop during the first one, the first season. Like, I watched – I think I probably watched it in, like, two days. I just, like, kept going, kept going, and I didn't feel like I had to do that this time. That's why I just finished it today. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, and I think it is something about, like – because in the first one, you're trying to figure so much out, and here, like, we know about The Upside Down already, so all the kind of newness of figuring mm-hmm. that stuff out wasn't I don't know. Wasn't as good. Yeah.
3: Like the world building is more complete already.
1: Though it wasn't it was still a good season. It's just like since that was already there. I don't know. Ah. We sound so lukewarm about it. I did like it. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I know. I actually, like, I really, really did like it. But when I compare it to the first season, like, the first season's yeah. better.
2: But I don't feel lukewarm. There are certain things that I liked
1: more this time. I think. One of the things that I thought was cool, though, this season, is that there were, a lot of the characters kind of switched places in the narrative a little bit. Um, and one person who's whose arc changed a lot is Steve (laughs) and the internet seems to want Steve Harrington to be their collective boyfriend. Yes. Um, So I just wanted to talk about not just Steve, but sort of just other characters arcs from season one to two and what they've become and what the internet has made of them
0: <laughs> i think penelope has some opinions yes. hold on i need to <laughs> let penelope out of my
3: room because she will not shut up you okay. should do like erica and say shut up shut up shut up penelope tell your friend to shut his mouth okay steve i don't know that the internet wants steve to be their collective boyfriend as much as their collective babysitter <laughs> yeah babysitter steve
2: ba- better babysitter than boyfriend probably i
3: don't know i've seen a lot of steve love <laughs> steve showed a lot of growth i think in a way you know his he's no longer king steve yeah he's yeah. like this team dad character team dad i
2: think it's, in, I think it's interesting dad. well i think that that uh really started in the first season, too, which was something really interesting Mm -hmm. and something that I really appreciated that this guy who sort of started off as a potential bad guy or, like, threat to Jonathan, who we were sort of let in as, like, he was, like, the character that we were to sympathize with and thus other teen boy must be the bad villain character. But it turned out that...
3: But Jonathan sucks.
2: (laughs) Well, we can get into that. But it turned out that Steve is not a bad person he is like a complex person just like real humans
0: and teenagers and so i i really love steve and this season and i hated him last season so i think like if you had told me last season that i was gonna like cheer for steve this season i mean i think that i mean i think the internet's talking about it so much because it's like it's a pretty shocking turnaround Mm -hmm. I mean, even if those seeds were planted last season, we didn't have, like, hero Steve yet, you know?
2: I I kind of figured that's where they were going with it because, I mean, I didn't know that there was going to be another season. But, like, when you know that there is going to be one and then Steve is, like, clearly in it. And also, like, the whole internet was obsessing over him to begin with because of the whole John Ralphio connection, which I don't know if you guys have seen, but... Uh, a lot of people on Twitter were like, oh, he looks like John Ralphio. Maybe he's his dad because he's from the 80s. And then the two of them met up and took pictures together and all this stuff. So we can post a link to that if you haven't seen it. It's super cute. John Ralphio from Parks and Rec, in case you're not familiar. But yeah, those Ben Schwartz, uh, those two actors look very much alike and <laughs> have a similar uh, <laughs> mannerism thing going on. But anyway... I also love Steve.
0: Yeah. Oh, are we sp- we're supposed to talk about other characters too though, right? Yeah. Um, so like what do we think of the arcs of characters from season 1 to season 2? Another character that I really loved. I mean, I loved him in season 1 too was, like Hopper, mm-hmm. but oh, I think yeah. like I really enjoyed where his character went this season and especially like his relationship with Eleven, mm-hmm. who I guess is not Eleven anymore. I gotta start calling her Jane or something.
3: I was told Stop calling her Eleven. That's like calling her by her slave name. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, Jane is my mom's name, so I'm gonna call her Eleven.
3: Eleven's cooler.
1: Yeah. I
2: I feel like the what we were supposed to take away was that she isn't really Jane either, because mm-hmm. right. that is like an identity that she didn't ever really get to have. So I think what we What about L? I think L yeah. is kind of like where we should Mm -hmm. go with it maybe because that's like the name that like she was given by
0: her friends and yeah yeah cool but yeah i just think um i i just really like hopper um i don't think that's like a controversial opinion or anything but (laughs) he gets to dance Yeah, I don't know. I was just really excited about where his storyline went this season and that he adopted Elle at the end of the season. I'm just like, I'm really excited (laughs) to see like what happens with him. And yeah, it's just like everything about him is just like heartbreakingly sweet. And I love him. So I think he's probably now my favorite character by far.
3: I mean, there's also like some nice subtle stuff going on with him. We heard about his daughter in season one, and that's something that's always Mm -hmm. been hanging over his character as part of why he acts how he acts. But hearing a little bit more about it this season, but not too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really, I mean, I think like his character development is more subtle than some of the others, which is always a good thing. I think. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it was just nice to see, again, I'm sorry to keep, like, talking about his relationship with Elle, but, like, it was nice to see Elle kind of, like, realize by the end that, like, he was really, of all the, like, adults, like, he was the one that really had her, like, best interests at heart, and, like, that's kind of where she belongs now. Um, I don't know. I know we're going to talk more about Elle's journey later, but... I just thought it was really sweet. I was glad to see
1: more Will. Oh my god oh, yes. Will, Will Oh is like, I love Will. I mean, the first season is obviously all kind of all about finding him and everything, but yeah. he's barely actually in it <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> um and I'm glad that he was. First of all, because he's an amazing actor. But mm-hmm.
2: yeah, it's crazy like that they managed to find this kid, not knowing that they were going to do a second season, cast him as the missing kid in the first season, and then it turns out he's like probably the best actor out of the kids. I think anyway.
0: So I also want to talk about Will and what happens to him because if you guys didn't know, like way back in. July, I think, I wrote a blog post about exorcisms mm-hmm. and how exorcisms are usually done by men on a female body. And so one of the things that I personally found really interesting about this season was that basically, like, they sort of – they have an exorcism of sort of sorts for Will because Will is, like, possessed by this demon thing. Um, and just seeing that was – like, really cool, because one of the things I said in my blog entry was, like, I'd really like to see, um, you know, some something new happen with this exorcism plot. I'd like to see some, you know, <laughs> possessions of male bodies and, like, what does that mean when, uh, like, a lot of times possessions of female bodies are sort of, like, stand-ins for, like, fear of female sexuality and um, sort of, like, female, like, the transition from, like, the innocence of being a little girl to, like, the, like, dirty, filthy, like, adult woman body, you know? (laughs) Um, So, I don't – like, it was just really cool seeing that. And I was like, it's like Stranger Things read my blog post. And they were like, here you go. (laughs) I heard you, Emily. So, I don't know. I don't know if I have anything to say about that. I don't know what it means.
2: Well, I sort of took it as, like, a really good just, like, metaphor or extension of, like, his trauma – And going through Mm -hmm. this horrible experience of, like, being lost in this terrible place for however long. And then he comes back and some people might expect him to be okay now that he's back, but it's like... No, he'll never be okay. (laughs) That thing that he experienced is, like, inside of him and, like, will not leave and just keeps getting worse the more that the people around him, like, doctors and etc., are trying to tell him, like, it'll go away, just, like, yeah. try to ignore it, like, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's, like, it doesn't just go away, like, you have to face that and deal with it, sort of,
0: yeah.
3: To be fair, they're taking him to the shady government organization doctors. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, well, either way, like, if they took him to real doctors, they wouldn't have been able to fix it either, because it was mm-hmm. actually a demon,
1: but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, even a real doctor would have been like, what?
0: Yeah. Also, I really like the term um, now memories. Like, I want to use that to creep people out. Like, the next time I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, we should go this way. And someone's like, how do you know? I'm going to be like, I saw it in my
3: now memories. My now memories. That was one of my favorite things from this season. Yeah. Because yeah. it is like, a it's a good way to describe what was happening. Yeah. I think it sounds kind of dumb. It sounds creepy
0: as fuck. That's what I think. My now memories. Yeah.
3: It is interesting too because they call this creature in the Upside Down uh, the Demogorgon. And Demogorgon is in Dungeons and Dragons lore a demon. Like it's not just a monster. It's a demon. And not even just a demon but the prince of (laughs) demons. The prince. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Isn't it? there's, There's not a Demogorgon. There's just like the
3: there's just one it's the demogorgon demogorgon like it's a it's a name it's a proper name interesting yeah i'm running a dnd campaign about the demon princes of the underdark so i'm intimately familiar
1: with demogorgon The underdark (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what any of that you just said
0: was i was playing in that game but i had to leave i had to leave my character is on an extended honeymoon with her husband, who was a fat bird <laughs> and recently got changed back into a human, yeah. so they're kind of, like, having a second honeymoon right now. They deserve what? it. Which they deserve. Yeah. After all they've been through. D&D, people. So, yeah.
1: It's great. You can do whatever you want. Come for the Stranger Things, stay for the D&D talk. Yes, Yeah. I'll okay. say a character
3: that... Um I was interested in in season 2 Emily is about to start screaming. Oh. We've talked a lot about Dustin.
0: I fucking hate Dustin. He's the I worst. The podcast. I
3: did start screaming. Emily hates Dustin and said he's the worst. He is the worst. He fucking ruins everything. TVH, he- <laughs>
1: He's the worst.
3: I I unabashedly loved Dustin in season one. I loved him. I hated him in season one, too. <laughs> uh, and in season two. And I feel justified after this season. I agree that he did some really terrible things, that a lot of what happened in the show, conflict wise, was his fault. <laughs> Go
1: on. <laughs> Directly
3: his fault. But I still like him.
0: But I still, <laughs> I still like him. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't hate that's him. It's a great great argument there.
2: I think he is clearly a really <laughs> insecure kid. Yeah. Who uses his sense of humor. He is that c- character out of the friend group who uses his sense of humor to sort of like hide behind you know, his insecurities. And I always like am drawn to that character. Um I do I I liked him in the first season. I thought he was funny. Um and I enjoyed him. He's like you know, entertaining, and I get where he's coming from, even though I'm kind of like, why are you being such a little asshole? And also, there was the huge issue in season one of Dustin and Lucas being
3: assholes about Elle.
0: Yes. That's why Um, I hate them. Because they were both assholes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But this season, Mike's an asshole. Yeah.
0: And I was mad at him
3: about it. I was
2: mad at him. Yeah. Um, But he was being an asshole for very different reasons. Yes. Though ah. I mean I think his reasons were more related to this fear that Elle was going to be replaced and everyone was going to forget about her. Come here. And if everyone forgot about her, she was definitely never coming back. So I think it had nothing to do with Max as a character. Um, I think it had more to do with his fears about Elle. Where I think in the first season, Dustin and Lucas were like, We don't want a girl. Which was kind of like she's weird. Yeah, she's weird. So Hmm. it was like different, but Mike was still being an asshole. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, I just was like, there are so many things that Dustin does in this season, all related to Dart, obviously, that are just like, what are you? Why are you so fucking dumb? Like, why are you being so fucking dumb right now?
0: Yeah, and he he was mean to his mom. Yeah, I do about the the cat. (sighs) Like, I'm just very upset about this cat.
1: Oh my gosh! When I saw the cat thing, I wanted to. I was. I thought of you, Emily. Because yeah, the cat was. I know that you, you knew. You write things off when a cat dies. So I was
3: watching. I was watching it by myself, and then I was. I rewatched the first three episodes with someone else, and watched the rest of the season. And I had to skip that episode where the <laughs> cat died. I was just like, I'm not yeah, going to watch it again. It was rough. Yeah. I just. I. I feel like. Emily, I mean, okay? this might sound silly,
0: but I do get really upset when, like, cats get hurt in books and TV shows and movies because, like, I feel like hatred and violence towards cats is, like, an actual problem. Like, it's okay in our society to be, like, mean to cats in a way that, like, we, we don't accept of, like, dogs. um, And I don't think it's cool. I think it's really fucked up. And so, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like violence against cats is kind of, like, thrown around a lot and. It's hardly ever necessary. I mean, I can see why it was kind of necessary for this plot, but also, like, Dustin, why? <laughs>
3: just, I can't. Because it's a little orange cat. Yeah, again, with the orange cats. They didn't have to show the detail. And it looked fake. I mean, it's yeah. not like it looked real or anything, but they showed Dart eating this cat's body. Yeah. And you could see the little body moving with every bite. Like, it, was, it was pretty graphic. They could have just insinuated that that's what was happening yeah i mean to be perfectly honest nothing bothers me
2: but (laughs) i mean and i have a cat and i love cats but i'm very like (laughs) i don't know like i'm probably more sensitive to like sad things with cats than i am to like human violence but still i'm like all right like you you, it, it mattered here because it was like what convinced dustin like you need to get rid of this thing and that would convince a person if nothing else was going to, such as their friends being like, you're insane, such as the thing literally growing to a ridiculous size over the course of like two days. Like nothing was going to make him get rid of it until it did something to something he cared about. So I got why. RIP, Muse. Yeah. It was sad. But yeah. So
1: Emily shared this article um, by Caroline... Seed side From the AV club um, Where she pointed out that Stranger Things Keeps its strong female Characters quote um, Away from each other and that they are Never they're rarely on screen together And that never Occurred to me and now I'm like Huh wow But that so there's still It's like each woman Though she's considered a strong female character Is Actually, like, the only woman in her, or only female in her male-centric plot that's right around her. So, anyway, Emily, I feel like you should talk about this article since you shared it. You obviously shared it for a reason.
0: Me? Yeah. And you've read it. Yeah. So, the main reason I was sharing this is actually because I think this is a problem in a lot of stories. A, well, a lot of, like, TV shows and movies. Um, And I had just gotten back from seeing Thor, the new Thor movie. And it's definitely a problem in that movie. We have a couple of strong female characters who apparently fought at one point, but they never talked to each other in the entire movie. And it was really frustrating to me. Um, And then I came home and I saw this article and I was like, yeah, that was frustrating to me in that show too. And like where it stood out to me the most was um with max and l because i mean like we talked about earlier mike was being a giant dick and was basically like not in so many like was basically like we already have a girl in the group we don't need another one you know um like sort of actually talking directly about this like smurfette syndrome issue where it's like there can't be two girls together having a friendship and the only really like female friendship we ever see in the show is Barb and Nancy and Barb is like, she's dead pretty immediately. Yeah. She's dead. (laughs) Like she's, she's trying like dead. (laughs) Yeah. And so like, I don't like, I just, I mean, obviously like I love the male friendships that we get in the show. I think it's really cool. But what I'm really hoping is that, you know, at, at the end of this season, we got to see, at least Max seemed pretty excited about meeting Elle. Elle obviously has some, like, jealousy issues, but like, what I'm hoping is that maybe next season we'll get to see some, like, female friendships, because I don't know how you guys feel, but female friendships are pretty, like, central to my existence, and I don't know what I would do without it, and I feel like most women experience that, so Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's true to, like, actual female experiences to show, like, these women characters, like, only interacting with men, because, like, in real life, like, women are fucking awesome and I get way more support from women in my everyday life than I do from, like, men. Not that there's anything wrong with getting support from men, but, like, women are, like, central to my existence. Yeah. Yeah. So. Amen, sister.
3: It's interesting to me that there aren't many other characters on the show, period, besides these main ones. It's kind of ridiculous to think Joyce doesn't interact with anyone but her kids. And her boyfriend. (laughs) And and her boyfriend, Sam was
2: <laughs> Poor Bob. I think, well, I think at least with Joyce, what we have seen of her is mostly her either freaking out and trying to find Will, or her freaking out about Will's, you know, health or mental state. So she probably doesn't really have time for friends in what we've seen
3: of her. <laughs> I joked a lot that she forgot she had two kids <laughs> Yeah, because Jonathan is just off gallivanting the entire season. It's true.
1: Yeah. And she never wonders where he is. She doesn't love him as much. <laughs> when he and Nancy leave and it's overnight, you know, she has like a whole lie she tells her parents. Mm-hmm. Jonathan just <laughs> Jonathan doesn't bother. is kind of like, ain't no one going to notice I'm gone for real. I'm going to keep it
0: 100 with you guys. When one child is, like, dealing with, like, severe tragedy, the other kid kind of gets forgotten. That's just reality.
1: But, I mean, it does, it makes sense. But, yeah, it is like, uh, it's like he's not really there. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, and he's also a teenager in this stage of life where you start to just, like, go and do stuff on your own and, like. Tell your parents, like, I'm going to my friend's house, see you later. Like, you know, whatever. And then
1: go somewhere else. Yeah.
2: And where Will is, yeah. you know, like, what are they, 13, 12 or 13?
1: I'm not sure. I don't know how old they are.
2: They're young.
1: Middle, yeah, they're probably, like, 12 because it's middle school. I
0: don't know, but either way, like... She's going to be way more overprotective of him because of what happened.
3: But even, like, Nancy doesn't have any other friends. We don't ever see her with anybody. You know, at the beginning of the season, she's with Steve, and then she's with Jonathan for the rest of the season. Yeah. And she's mourning the loss of Barb, but she doesn't seem to have any other friends. Yep. Even uh, Mike's mom doesn't seem to have any friends. You know, it's... All of these women are very separate, and... Like, the boys are, too. They don't seem to interact with anybody else, but they already had this built-in friend group, you know? Yeah. That I don't think Nancy or Joyce or, like, anybody else would have. I mean, Eleven, to some extent, I would excuse because she hasn't had a normal childhood and is still learning how to be a person Mm -hmm. to some extent. But the rest of them don't have that excuse, you know? Right, but the rest of them didn't grow up in a lab, so... Mm-hmm.
2: Well, back to Mike's mom, just briefly. She's, like, always on the phone. So I think she's clearly, like, always on the phone with her friends, but, like, stuck at home with her toddler baby.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> His name I don't know. Her accident baby. Also, Mike's mom
1: is a queen. Oh, yes. Yeah, sh-
0: she is. She has <laughs> fabulous hair.
1: <laughs> I loved her. She's well, great. there's, like, that odd scene where, like, wannabe George Michael. Oh, my God. <laughs> Comes to her. Billy. Fucking hell. Billy.
0: Whatever. I'm pretty
1: sure he's gay, though. Yeah,
0: I feel I like mean, that has I, to that's, be coming, right? He was ogling Steve pretty hard during that basketball game.
1: Yeah. That's
0: how I read that.
1: I just didn't get... I didn't know what the point of that really was. It was very weird.
2: He seems a bit like a throwaway character, except to just cause problems for max. Yeah. Which the I do as because we were just talking about how women often serve as like you know the plot points for men. So it is kind of nice that we have a male character in here who's really just here to like develop max, you
3: know, serve a purpose for a female character. Yeah. Fun story. I just googled is Billy gay in Stranger Things? <laughs> And, uh, Dakar, Mc- I don't know, the actor, Montgomery, um, did an interview with HuffPost, and he said, someone touched on that point the other day. Is Billy attracted to Steve? And I was like, no, I don't think he is. Uh-huh. I don't think it's, like, this confused, homoerotic kind of thing. I think it's literally he's threatened by all these characters in his life. No. You don't understand. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure, Jan.
2: Well, everyone kept talking about how he looked like Zac Efron, and at a certain point watching it, I just started to imagine, like, what would this show be like if Zac Efron was playing this character?
3: A hundred percent better. <laughs> you barely have to imagine. I don't know. Zac Efron looks so jacked That's right true. now. I mean, he's like, I saw him in Neighbors. Oh, was my it, God. Was it Neighbors 2 or whatever? He's like, so jacked. <laughs> Yeah. It's (laughs) disturbing.
0: (laughs) Uh,
2: That's all he has now.
1: He'll always have High School Musical. (laughs) Vanessa Hudgens left him. I'm not talking about High School Musical. Okay. (laughs) I will move on so fast. Too late. Okay. So, Female Relationships brings us to the seventh episode of the season called The Lost Sister. Yeah. Um, And this is where Elle... This whole episode is Elle, you know, finding her mom and her aunt, and and then going to Chicago and finding this girl that was at, at the lab. Is that what we're calling that place? The lab They're at the lab together. So the facility. She also has a number <laughs> on her arm. And she's at the facilities. Um, In that rainbow room. But a lot of people seem to hate this episode. Um. And here's, I was just, I quoted a couple of um, articles, I'm going to read one. So, (laughs) Brian Rafferty from Wired said, I've always been a bit suspicious of Stranger Things' homage-page style, which often favors nostalgic good vibes over narrative logic, but episode 7 felt almost daringly lazy in its 80s thievery. I love the idea of throwing an Empire Strikes Back-like training session into the middle of a Penelope Spheres-style squat-punk saga. Mm. But on Stranger Things, which for all its metaphysical elements has always been firmly grounded in suburban Spielbergian wonder, those elements felt like they'd been teleported from a different pop culture dimension.
3: I I disagree, but okay.
1: (sighs) Let's hear the other quote. Okay. On the other hand... (laughs) (laughs) Kelly Connolly from Entertainment Weekly said, The Lost Sister has been criticized for how late it falls in the season, diverting momentum from the action back in Hawkins. But the chaos rising on the home front makes Elle's aimlessness more poignant, emphasizing how disconnected she's been from the people she cares about. By saving Eleven's detour to Chicago for the season's third and final act, Stranger Things 2 puts the loneliness of a powerful young girl on the same level of importance as a mind-controlling shadow creature. She can't fight the monsters until she knows she isn't one.
0: Yeah, I think that last sentence, "She can't fight the monsters until she knows she isn't one," is like pretty important. Yeah. Um. I. I just. I don't. I don't think we know where she's coming from in the last two episodes. If we didn't see this. Yes. Yeah. Like it, I. I don't think that her growth would make sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. She. It's a turn. Well, the Duffer brothers, the creators of the show, said something like that, like in defense of that episode, that if they were to take it out, her story would just fall apart.
0: And also, like, I'm all for more L and less other shit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, my issue. More L, less Dustin? Yeah. <laughs> less Dustin. My issue with the episode was that it seemed so totally. Because they did, like, one sort of like capsule episode of this adventure it seemed completely removed mm-hmm. from everything when the whole rest of the show is shot in like a style of here's a storyline here's a storyline here's a storyline I might have been I might have felt better about it if it had been interspersed throughout the season but even then I'm not totally sure because I also I I can see what uh what's his name brian brian rafferty brian rafferty my friend used to have a dog named rafferty um i can see what he's saying about the fact that it just felt like it was part of a different universe even though we have the same character but just 11 as our grounding character doesn't work that well because she barely speaks (laughs) And like, it just felt weird to suddenly have all these other people and be introduced to like a whole other city in this time period and this like universe, a whole other group of people and like just have her, you know, you know, there were parts of it that I did like and I, to me, what, what felt the strongest about it was that like she was, her whole journey was about trying to figure out where home was And she had to go and figure out that, like, home was where she left. And, like, her home is not the person that she could have been or should have been. It's, like, the person that she is because of Mm -hmm. Hawkins. So, like, I liked that and that she, like, realized I'm going to go home now and, like, help my friends. But I feel like it didn't quite work the way that it should have.
1: I, with the, as far as the, like, look of it and the pop culture stuff being, like, lazy, as this guy calls it, like, I mean, I just felt like they were drastically different on purpose from what was going on in in Hawkins, because one of them is suburban Indiana, and one of them is, like, this kind of seedy underbelly of Chicago, and I don't think that that, I don't know, that it's not, like, all Spielbergian anymore makes, I don't think that's the problem. What
3: are we calling lazy, though, because... This is basically just a Stephen King novel.
0: I would, I would argue that this season was a lot more like Alien yeah. than anything.
1: Uh, one of the examples that he cited as like a lazy 80s thievery was playing runaway, like during Elle's runaway scene. Like it was just like really on the nose kind of stuff like that, um, rather than it, I guess it feeling like more organic. But, yeah.
2: I also just had this feeling of, like, like I didn't live during the 80s, so I can't say if this is what it was truly like. But those costumes seemed a bit out of control. <laughs> like, the group of people she was with, I was like, they look like they're dressed up for, like, an 80s retro night, like, right now. Well, that's
0: definitely how I dressed in the 80s. I was <laughs> alive in the 80s. You were a child. I mean, I was, like, sick. Emily came out of the womb but you know, looking Exactly like that. She had a With mohawk. With She had silver eyeliner. Mm-hmm. I have to actually put makeup on to cover up <laughs> my silver eyeliner. Yeah. So that's what happened when you were born in the 80s. That's how you came out. I can see that.
1: Oh, shit. Why am I not? Yeah. I was born in the 80s. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Also, like, being – for, I will say, like, just a note on the Spielbergian suburban stuff. Like – As a Midwesterner, and a person from Indiana specifically, like, it is so... It does feel so, so very Midwestern, and, like, it all feels really real to me. I prefer to stay in Hawkins, but, like, I'm glad we got this from Elle. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Divisive, to
2: say the least.
1: (laughs) Controversy (laughs) in the squad. Okay, so the (laughs) finale... Um, if you couldn't tell by now, we're spoiling everything.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you, it's nine episodes, come on. People. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> I know. We gave you fair warning that we were doing this, so.
1: Yeah. But now we're really going to spoil the end end, so stop now. Yeah. If you haven't, but, um, yeah. What do you guys think? Mm. How did you feel at the end?
3: I felt torn because I read the, Article, I think the a- I mean, like everyone published about it, but I think I saw it on the AV Club first. That the actress that plays Max did not want to do a kiss scene, and the Duffer brothers were like, Oh, yeah, though, we're gonna do it, even though it wasn't in the script. Oh, really? What? I didn't know that I didn't either. Know
1: that.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's just like I think Millie Bobby Brown suggested it, like she said, Oh, it feels like you know, we're at this dance and it's kind of romantic. We should kiss. And the actress that played Max didn't want to do it, but they, you know, like she had to do it anyway. I don't know. I read that and everyone was losing their minds over it. And so that influenced how I felt about the finale. On one hand, there were lots of tender moments that were predictable, but uh, still nice. Like when Elle shows up to the dance and Hopper drops her off. And, and Joyce
2: and Hopper hanging out you know, outside like, being cute together.
3: Yes, because they're, they're both hover parents. And yes. it's it's so sweet. And I liked that... I was into that, but at the same time, I wondered if I liked it because I'm conditioned to react to these sorts of predictable, yeah, neat endings.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah we all are. That's Well, I love we... a good school dance scene, like, no matter what movie, it, yeah. when it occurs in it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess, too, like, this wasn't my middle school experience.
1: No, that so... thing was way more decorated than my prom was. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's not how school dances were.
3: I am most interested in what's going on between Joyce and
1: Hopper. Yeah, can't mm-hmm. wait for them to fuck again. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my question. I mean, when are Joyce and Hopper gonna fuck? I wrote that down. <laughs> Definitely
2: season three. I feel like it's gonna be like a, we got stoned, we messed around, and it's gonna be like a regret thing. they're gonna be like, no, like, we have to keep things, Professional. like, not like this
1: because our children But then are- they're gonna do it again and again. Please.
2: Please. Your kids don't care. Then they're going to fuck again. It's going to be a will they, won't they be together forever. Eventually we'll get their wedding, (laughs) etc.
3: I I just – and also at the end when it shows the upside down, I just thought, isn't this just like season one? Yeah, kind of. Where you think you solved everything and then, oh, but it's still
1: out there. Yeah, and it still was like acting up. Like it was – it's not like it showed – that they had fixed something and it was like here's this like dead world now it was like still a sky storm happening so
2: well all they did was close it yeah right they didn't fix
1: anything yeah Yeah, so i guess but i just seeing it right there again like it's still so really close to where they actually are and it's still so close to the surface that i don't know that it matters that they closed it we found out nothing i think i was trying to say hey it doesn't matter that they closed it like this shit's still coming so,
2: yeah, well, it's just going to have to get opened again somehow. Yeah. And
1: Papa might
3: be
2: alive. Oh, Papa. Papa's not dead. Papa's coming. Papa's, <laughs> coming. Papa's coming.
3: By Papa. Um,
2: <laughs> also, I just need to briefly discuss or mention fucking Nancy, like doing a sweet thing by going to dance with Dustin and then being like. Girls suck at this age. Girls are stupid. And it's like, Nancy, don't tell a 12-year-old or 13-year-old or 14-year-old, I
3: don't know, boy, that girls are stupid.
2: Like, that's not what you need to be telling him right now. Yeah.
3: The truth would be, everyone sucks at this
1: age. Yeah. All of you suck. People suck.
2: Yeah. Also, like, why do you hate yourself so much? (laughs) Like... It was just really frustrating to have, like, this sweet moment and then have her say something so, like... Also,
0: Dustin, girls don't owe you anything. Yeah. Like, just because you put some hairspray on your hair doesn't mean that they have to dance with you. It's true. Like, they don't suck just because they don't want to dance with you. When have you ever tried to talk to them? Yeah. Like, I've never seen you talking to those girls at school. Yeah. And suddenly you're at the dance and you did your hair and you expect them to be all over you. Like, you can go fuck off, Dustin.
2: Yeah. Also... They, sh- like, some of them were definitely mean about it, but also, like, you're right. He doesn't, he didn't try to talk to any of them. He doesn't really see girls as, like, humans. No, <laughs> Unless, he doesn't. Like, except for Max was really good at video games, so he was like, oh, maybe I can, you know, be friends with her because she's, I don't know, good at video g-
0: I don't know. It was just frustrating. No, but he didn't want to be friends with her. He wanted to, like... I don't know, whatever. Make sweet love. Yeah, Bow and her in a middle school way. Yeah.
2: I did like her, the relationship between her and Lucas, because it did feel a lot more, like, realistic in that, or, or, and Lucas was, like, nice to her and treated her like a person, and mm-hmm. they, like, I liked the bond that they established, and I'm glad that
1: that happened. But. Yeah. Um. I didn't know that thing about the kiss, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta look that up what? and see more details because that's yeah. So though that did it all did feel very um very middle schooly. Kissy. Part of yeah. me is like,
0: yeah, that yeah. sucks, but also part of me is like, you're an actor, it's a kiss.
1: Oh my god, I would have been like terrified though, like just at that age, I guess. I mean, I had to do onstage kisses in
0: drama all the time, and that wasn't even for a. TV show where I was getting paid. Fair enough.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm just remembering a, like a moment in middle school where a guy like did go in for a kiss with me, and I lipped out. Like I just like freaked out and did not. It didn't go well.
3: Did you punch
1: him or something? <laughs> I smiled like a dummy and like was all awkward. And he kissed me. He kissed my braces. Like directly kissed my braces. <laughs> and I was like. Ah, and I just froze and then he was like, "Okay, bye." And he ran away and then he dumped me like the next day. So,
3: That sounds like the most oh classic God. middle school event.
1: It Damn. was pretty classic. Ah, <sighs> so we didn't work out. I didn't have my first kiss
2: Good. until I was 16 years old. What? So, baby. Yeah. Late bloomer.
0: Mary, have you had your first kiss yet? What?
1: <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mary, you can punch her when you see her. Yeah, you should. She's the she's the resident prude. I had to throw in a prude joke. I bet that wasn't a choice. On what are you? Which are you in the friend group? Like <laughs> the slut. The skin. Yeah. The prude.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. The oh, bitch. Well. The bitch. <laughs>
2: yeah. well, if anyone has any comments or disagrees with anything we've said, or wants to yell at one of us for not liking a character that we didn't like, um, please tell us about your now memories. Tell us about your now memories. Uh, Write us an email at booksquadgoals at booksquad.ink.
0: I-N-K. Like a squid. Like a squid. um okay so what's on the blog what's on the blog
3: always riverdale always are you the one always not
0: always but right now right now until the season's end right now you know until they end and then we won't be posting about it because there won't be anything to say
3: and riverdale is just increasingly a hot mess
2: (laughs) this fucking episode this week is Uh, an actual
3: disaster
2: like, Guys, it's the CW, I mean. This is, like, new levels.
3: <laughs> Even for the CW, it's a bit much. Like, it took Gossip what? Girl at least four seasons to get to this level of insanity. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true. I swear to God, every new thing that happened this episode, I was like, what? <laughs> what?! Like, my first moment, just like, I'm not going to spoil anything, but when Alice Cooper walks in wearing what she is wearing, I was just, I like, physically gasped.
3: I was like, (gasps) I was watching it with my roommate and I yelled, Yes, Alice!
2: (laughs) Oh my God. So, if you want to know what what was she wearing? um, what what was she wearing? Please go and read our <laughs> blog post.
0: <laughs> um, I also recently posted a blog about Avid Bookshop, which is our featured bookstore of the month. Um, so if you want to check out more info about Avid Bookshop, it is on the blog. And Mary, we decided
3: about a blog post that you're going to do. Yes, I'm going to write. And I guess it would be up now. Yeah, it'll be up. I'm going to write. A listicle Listicle. of books you should read while you're at home visiting your family for Thanksgiving. Yeah. That sounds niche when I say it all out like that. I'm going to come up with a snappier title. It's for
2: that moment after someone starts yelling at someone else at the dinner table and you just need to quietly slip out.
0: Yes. When someone starts talking about Donald Trump and you just are (laughs) like, nope. Yeah.
1: You should do, like, book. a book and wine pairing.
3: <laughs> yes. I don't
1: know enough about
3: wine to do
1: that. Susan. I'll do that part. Yeah, you do that one. <laughs> I don't know that much about it either. I just know, like, the answer is always, like, this book and whatever bottle is the closest.
3: <laughs> what if I do, like, a book and food pairing? You like could
1: do that. Pa- a book and
3: food sandwich. Turkey and turtles all the way down. drink for each side <laughs> you
2: dish. Ideas are flying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're 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 seeing the creative process happen right now, or hearing the creative process.
1: Yeah, this is Mary from the past. Yeah, I
3: think I, I might do that. I mean, by the time this episode is out, you'll know Yay. if I did that this. Or is not. how
1: we work, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is the live brainstorming. Um, I wrote a thing about America's Next Top Model mm-hmm. because it's coming back. And <laughs> I'm excited to recap it. So
0: <laughs> we're just gonna sing a TV theme song every. <laughs>
3: You want to be on, top Toot booty. I don't even think that is their theme song anymore, is it? God.
1: Oh God. It's so ridiculous, na- 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 sure. well, yeah, and nice. I'm so excited for Tyra to be back because she's crazy.
3: Yes. Ty, Ty,
1: baby. I was rooting for you. Every time. We were all rooting for you! What's crazy is that was, like, such a long time ago. But the one thing that everyone knows she said is, like, in, like, the third cycle, maybe.
2: (laughs) I know. It's so, like, ingrained in my memory along with the episode where Tyra the crazy fucking bitch just, like, pretends to, like, die like yeah. in front of them and then she falls over and then she's like just oh, yeah. kidding i was acting
3: she says I was, That's acting. I was like
2: if someone did that to me i would have a panic attack like you
0: can <laughs> you can't danielle started crying was- yeah
3: also it was really bad it wasn't good acting <laughs> i've seen life
1: size yeah, I, oh my god, I forgot about that movie. Shit. But
2: that worked because she was supposed to
1: be a Barbie, so... Yeah, exactly.
2: the Her stiff acting was, like,
0: actually paid off.
1: Well, if you have to stand <laughs> up and say, It was acting! We know. Like, yeah. Okay.
0: Um. And then, do you want to tell us about our next podcast episode, Susan? Yes, yes!
1: Um, Our next podcast episode will be about... The Girls by Emma Klein. It is a kind of reimagined telling of the Charles Manson cult, inspired by the Charles Manson cult, um, and the Tate-Labianca murders. Fun stuff. So far, so good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah.
3: And we just... We love a good murder here.
1: uh Uh-huh. Oh, we love a good murder. Yeah. Um, And a good cult story. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a good, like... (laughs) Historical fiction-type situation I like, too. Okay. Mm -hmm. But we did a giveaway. Mm -hmm. Um, I put together a box of stuff, Mm -hmm. all good stuff. One thing is a copy of the book so that the winner can read along with us, and one's a copy of Helter Skelter, the story of the actual Charles Manson and and said cult. Mm -hmm. And some other crime-themed slash cat-related items. And
2: a couple of body parts severed. And wrapped
1: up in plastic. And I threw two of my own toes in on ice.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. I know. And you can only really do that one time.
1: You can definitely only do that one. Well, I mean, ten individual times, but, like, max.
0: But, I mean, like, you need some of your toes for balance. I don't know. I
1: haven't thought it through.
0: (laughs) I mean, you could do it a couple times, I guess, technically.
1: (laughs) Uh, But we – chose a winner from all of the people who rated and reviewed us and the winner is rachel from indiana yay Yay, rachel Rachel. you did it and rachel is a cute cat so bonus points for rachel
0: yay we love cats yay Yay.
3: so rachel's box will be
1: arriving
0: hey did you know that we love cats Hmm. i didn't know
3: it's in the it's in the theme song yeah (laughs) puppies
0: and kitties yeah. Books and movies and television shows.
2: I think you
1: only said puppies because of me, though. We all
2: love puppies. You're just the only one who has puppies, Susan. Yeah. Right. Cool. So that's us. That's what we do. Uh, please find us on social media. Um, we are at Book Squad Goals on all of the social Schmeeds. And <laughs> that includes Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and The Goodreads. <laughs> <laughs> also, please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. You missed your chance to win a murder box,
3: but you could and the
2: born box. <gasps> but there's a mermaid box coming next. Yes, there's a secret mermaid box coming. Yeah, actually, pretty soon. So just be prepared for that because that will be the last box. Sounds like a weird, like high end strip club. <laughs> the mermaid box. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, so do we have to say bye? Yeah, we have to say bye. Bye. <laughs> bye! 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 Bye!